Hey, everybody. I am so excited to announce that we are celebrating not just the five-year anniversary of the Full Focus Planner, but we are also celebrating one million planners sold. That's right. Yes. So to celebrate, you should go to fullfocus.co slash anniversary, and you can get 10% off site-wide with the code cheers to five years. That's cheers to the number five years. Uh, we're offering a full focus sticky pack with any new annual subscription. There's $75 off the full focus goal setting and $200 off the full focus planner certification training and the planner suite, which you get 23 planners. It's quite a deal if you love your full focus planner. So check that all out. Celebrate with us 1 million planners at fullfocus.co slash anniversary. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you. Hey, guys. This is a question for anybody, even the the listeners, but there's times where I believe where we can kind of get into the dumps because we're not able to accomplish our daily big three consistently because we kind of go from a long to-do list and we've, you know, chunked that that down to the major three things we need to accomplish that are high leverage for the day. But if we can't get to those three, it can be kind of deflating. I don't know if any one of you agree with that, that statement, or if that happens to you, you may be nailing it every single day, but I know I've missed it. talking to Courtney Baker. She always, she gets her big three done and then the other seven things every day. (laughs) That is not always true. I wish it was. Uh, and I will tell y'all, like for everybody listening, the place we've talked about this on the podcast before, but the place that I usually fall into this trap is by not taking into account what I have for the day. Mm. Like, for example, you know, we're in pod, we're doing podcasts today or like a day where I have a whole lot of meetings and I really only have like a very small chunk of time to uh, do my daily big three, especially if all three are professional, that I don't hit um, all three of mine. So maybe you find yourself in that that same place, um, or maybe it's you know there's a long list of reasons that could be happening. Um, but today, I think we're going to really help you. You know, if you you find that some strategies on how to get back on track. Yeah, I think it can feel overwhelming, or overwhelm is not the right word. You can sort of lose your mojo a little bit, your confidence when yeah. you're coming up short. And if you've, if you've actually taken the time to write down the big three, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of the downs, it, to me, it makes me not want to write down the big three the next day almost because I feel like, mm-hmm. oh, I'd, I'm not, I'm running behind. And usually this happens because of some kind of change, some type of season change, Maybe it's a, a job change, something added or subtracted to your role or, or or life changes. You know, you're you're doing something in a different life domain, you're moving house or something like that. Something else is going on. But whatever the reason, we do have some strategies to share with you for getting back on track so you can get that energy back, that confidence back, that sense of control over the most important things in your life. So that's what we're going to walk through today is uh, four practical strategies to nail your daily big three every day. 
Blake, what is one of the first strategies that we can focus on? No pun. Strategy one would be schedule project blocks. To mm. schedule project blocks. So with this strategy, you're going to be using the oldest productivity tool in the book, <laughs> the old calendar. <laughs> this is this oh, is oh ye calendar. This is huge for me. I have the type of work where people can can make appointments on my calendar without mm-hmm. my. I mean, that's sort of the idea. I, I'm taking we call them discovery calls or or business consultations, and they're calls with potential prospects of our coaching programs. Primarily, I do some other stuff as well, but I want there to be calls scheduled. And so sometimes the temptation can be, oh, I want to leave this open or I don't want to make a commitment. But then what happens is sometimes those on the business types of things, those big, you know, those more important things that need to get done to move a project or a goal forward, all of a sudden it's Friday afternoon and I'm like, oh man, this week went by and I, I fell behind or I didn't get that big three done. So with a a pro- with scheduling a project block, essentially you're making that appointment, even if the only person attending that appointment is you. I think along with that, it's important that you take the time, say for instance, for myself, the type of work I do is more project-based um, on the creative or the artistic side. And so what I used to really struggle with was estimating the amount of time that it's actually going to take to complete a project because it could go forever. If I can keep tweaking it and making it better until it satisfies what I think it should be, that can go almost all day. But for me to kind of narrow down the time that should should actually take for this task to be done helped my daily big three out a ton. So because before that, I could have had three daily big threes and one of them might have been build a slide deck for the webinar. But that could actually bleed all into the to the end of that day. And then I'm left with another daily, you know, big two just hanging there. So really being forcing myself to estimate how much time this task should take. I know helped out my uh, my daily big three significantly. Well, and I think that leads us really well into the second strategy, um, which is set a timer and Mm. a reward. I'm first of all, I'm so curious uh, to know if you two do this um, because I do this all the time. It's not necessarily for the reason that we're presenting it here. Um, although I think this is a really effective way to use it. The idea is basically, okay, I've got an hour. I'm going to knock out, you know, my, my first item on my big three, you Mm -hmm. know, you tell Alexa to, you know, set a timer for an hour. Oh, she didn't do it. I was so thinking she was going to do it. (laughs) Um, and you know, you, you, you get to it. Um, and I like to say that I get coffee, you know, when I get done with that time. But really why I set timers is because I, guys, if I get into deep work, I will straight up miss meetings. I mean, it's really bad. So I have to set that timer uh, just to tell me to go to the meeting that is on the books. So do you, do you use this strategy? And then what rewards do y'all use? I definitely use the strategy. I accompany the timer thing. There's an app I use called brain.fm, which essentially is like a soundtrack for deep work or I use it for meditation and stuff too. But essentially it will play when the music stops. It's like, oh, I guess that's, I guess it's over. I can shift. And for me, it's like the reward is like uh, to, I guess, not have back pain <laughs> later because I, <laughs> I realize I'm like, oh, I need to get out of my seat and go take a walk or 
something like that. Uh, sometimes the reward is just simply, you know, scrolling Instagram on a walk just to sort of take my mind off of things. But mm-hmm. it is so gratifying. I There is this, it's not even getting the quote reward in my experience. It's just the experience of, it's like if someone were to tell you to get on a treadmill and just run, it, you would want to quit after two minutes. You'd be like, okay, how much longer has this gonna, am I, do I have to do this? But there's something about setting a timer for the important work that mm-hmm. one, it's almost kind of this internal deadline, but it also has this motivating factor of, oh yeah, I know that, you know, I can get on a treadmill if you say, hey, you're going to run for five minutes, then I, I'm sort of mentally pacing myself for right. what I've got in store and I can definitely hit that. Um, it's the same thing with work for me. So I love having the timer. This is a great, great tip. Yeah. And along with that, there's an app that um, one of our teammates shared a while back. Uh, but this one, it's called Timeout, and it actually uh, loads onto your computer and then you set your increments. When it approaches the end of that increment, your screen will actually start to black out or gray out. And then it's signifying you, hey, it's time to take a five minute break or eight minute break. And then when that expires, your screen is open again. Now, of course, you can fast forward to the next break and keep working, but just to even have that visual reminder on the actual workspace that you're on to just kind of close out to uh, to uh, to let you know, hey, it's time to take a break, get up, stretch, do whatever you need to do. So that's been yeah, I love that's that. Been helpful. Very fancy. Um, fancy. I will indeed. say one other tip I will give with this. I think a lot of times, so I think all three of us, you know, practice a workday startup. Um, and really, if you think of that startup as a way to remove the low leverage work, you know, checking email, Slack, all that stuff, getting that out of the way so you can focus on high leverage work. I really have to be mindful. I mean, Slack for me, if I let it, I could just spend, I could spend a whole day in there. I could just hang out <laughs> doing, responding to Slack. And so I really love setting a timer for my workday startup and then immediately going into, um, you know, one, my, my big three, um, if I don't have a meeting during that time slot. And the reason is I, I need that mental shift of, don't stay in the low leverage. Let's move to the high leverage. And I know if I do that, at the end of the day, I'm going to feel fulfilled. I'm not going to mm-hmm. feel fulfilled from hanging out in Slack all day. Or for those of you that aren't in Slack, just letting email run my to-do list for the day. At the end of the day, I'm going to feel like, oh my gosh, I just I worked really hard. I didn't get anything done. And so for me, doing that right out of the gate, as soon as I you know hit that 30-minute workday startup in time, uh, moving into my big three. Let's do the third strategy, which is leverage visibility. Leverage visibility. So uh, the big strategy here is don't close your eyes too long because then you'll fall asleep. You definitely want to <laughs> maintain because active of work visibility. Naps should be another strategy, though. I, I love. Oh my Courtney gosh, liked that Courtney! One. This is not a funny joke. It was horrible. It was like the I worst. Think that's why it's so funny. It was not funny. It was not funny. It was awful. <laughs> All right, so you're encouraging the man. Like... <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. Okay, I couldn't okay. make a joke like that until I had a child because it was such yeah, a bad I know, joke. That was like. 
sick. Straight up, dad. dad <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, um, yes. This is this Keep is very this Keep is very very simple. Very very simple. If it's a goal, a big three, whatever you want to ha- accomplish, put that thing in front of you physically. So this mm. is why I'll have my planner. Once I set my big three, I don't close my planner and put it away. It's not because I'm really doing any more work in my planner, but because if I leave my planner open in front of, you know, on my desk where I can see it in my peripheral vision, there's this awareness of I'll just glance at it and be like, oh, right. Like, have I done that? When I'm tempted to drift into a different task or someone says, hey, do you have 10 minutes to just jump on a quick call or all those types of things? Just that visibility. Some people will transfer this to a sticky note, you know, maybe with their weekly big three or their daily big three, they'll have that sticky note on their monitor or something. It's so, this is so simple. It's really nothing more than this, but literally just have the things written down and keep them visible throughout your day. And strategy number four is to take smaller bites. And what I mean by that is a lot of times you might fall into just listing your high leverage projects um, in your daily big three. And I think it's important to shift your mindset, not to the project, because the project most likely is going to take multiple daily big threes. And depending on the size, it may take months and months of daily big threes to accomplish the project. What you're really wanting to do here is to get the high leverage task, um, the thing that really can be completed that day. Um, and so if you find yourself you know, getting stuck in, oh, it's because I'm choosing this like massive thing. And yes, that massive thing may be the thing you need to like be focused on. It's really the task uh, that you're going to complete that day that goes into mm-hmm. your daily big three. I think that's a really good distinction. So for example, the way it may play out in in other words, is if you're trying to prepare for a product launch, um, you wouldn't put product launch as your daily big three, mm-hmm. uh, but plan, plan for the launch timeline and what that looks like, or outline the launch strategy or, you know, launch a coordination meeting. And that would go on your big three instead of just the overarching macro task of, launch the product or product launch. It's it's subtle, but it's a big deal how you write your big mm-hmm. three. If you just write that project down, you'll inevitably feel like you're always running behind because you didn't quote get anything done. And that's usually not mm. the case at all. But that mental emotional state really does affect your productivity tomorrow and your stress level the next day. So Absolutely. identify what that task is as a bonus thing, there, there may be some projects that you don't know how long a certain task may take or how far along you could reasonably get because something involves other people. In those instances, I would still be creative about creating a clear finish line or uh, give yourself the power to mark that done. Could I legitimately check that off today? Actually. So just for example, maybe it's Going back to Verbs' product launch example, maybe it's simply spend 90 minutes working on the product launch project, you know, and who knows, because maybe it's the first product launch you've ever done. You don't even know yet Mm -hmm. how far you're going to get or whatever, but 
could you spend 90 minutes of your best energy time on that today? Yes. And that's something you can check off the list and you'll have that positive reinforcement and that clarity. Yeah. And I I say this all the time, but really do not be afraid to set a daily big two or a daily big one. Yes. Um, This is so important because the idea is that you're checking off all the things in your daily big three at the end of each day. Mm -hmm. And so if you're just trying to cram three things in because we've called it the daily big three, you know, that is going to leave you unsatisfied. I think really, again, I said this at the beginning of the episode, this is where I I fall into this trap is like having three items when really like there is just, it's like humanly impossible for me to get three important tasks done when I only have, you know, 30 minutes of no meeting time, you know, Mm -hmm. that's totally appropriate for me to have a daily big one. Um, And so remember that and use it to, to leverage again to what Blake said is, it's important because if you just continually have that unfulfilled, unsatisfied, I never got these three things done, that starts to compound. You really want to give yourself you know, momentum. And I think what's important too is just remembering a lot of these can be kind of sussed out as you complete your weekly preview, which Absolutely. again, for me is always the secret sauce to the whole upcoming week. So I can get greater visibility of what needs to be done and then help spread that out throughout the week. So that's been helpful. So the good news is you don't have to keep missing your daily big three. You can get back on track when you schedule project blocks, set a timer, leverage visibility, and take smaller bites. Blake, Courtney, any final thoughts for our Focus on This listeners? Well, I know we talked about this at the beginning of the episode, um, but the I think we all are really excited about uh, the Free to Focus course that is coming out that all three of us <laughs> you, you were think a part that we're of. all excited about it <laughs> i think we all are excited about it <laughs> i, think we I should say be. that because you know there were lots of new things lots of uh makeup wearing lots of um i'm not gonna say who wore makeup uh, mm-hmm. lots yeah. of you know new things that all three of us got to be a part of with this course yeah, Michael did a whole like Phantom of the Opera type thing with his makeup. And I thought that was very, very uh, engaging. Yes. Prosthetics and all of that. Mm-hmm. You have to get this course um, to check it out. Uh, but we all got to be a part of it along with Michael. Uh, it was really, really fun to do. And, you know, this is really, if you're not familiar with our company, really the Full Focus Planner was built off of Free to Focus, this course. And so if you're ever like, oh, I would love to leverage this planner in an even bigger way or just kind of to take your productivity knowledge to the next level. Like this course is for you. Like, I think you'll love it. Absolutely. Okay. So if you want to check it out, you want to see uh, Blake and Verbs and me and Michael Hyatt, the Prince of Productivity himself in Free to Focus, you can get the course at freetofocus.com. So hopefully you will all check it out. Wait, wait, you two should say, like, was there anything? Like, what was y'all's favorite part of recording the course? Uh, Getting my shirts ironed I mean, by Robin. <laughs> Steamed. That's a, a, Steamed, a, that's yeah. The, it's the nicest my shirts have ever looked. Exactly. Well, here's, like, when I was 
um, with this course, one of the sessions that I was doing, there was a part about remembering that for every yes, there is a corresponding no. And I just, I mean, I've, we've talked about that before. It's just such a great tip. And I loved, I keep using it over and over again as we've on the flip side of recording the course that for every yes, there is a corresponding no. So it's really made me think more about as I'm saying yes to things of like, Mm -hmm. okay, if I'm saying yes to this, what am I saying no to sometimes without knowing it? Yeah. I think for me, it just was a a vivid reminder of how much of a recording beast that Michael Hyatt is. Yeah, true. He used to do these courses all by himself and knock them out. He's done it before in one day. And, wow. uh, you know, I came in with two and I was exhausted. <laughs> I was like, Yo, this, this guy is amazing. And thank you, the listener, for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please, don't be stingy. Share it with your friends. We'll be back with another episode next week. It will be great. But until then, stay Stay focused. focused. It will be great. No, I was going to say, I can tell that most people, people like me. But Blake, I'm always like, you like me, right? We're friends, right? (laughs) Are we? No? Okay, trying harder. Oh, I'll text you more. I'll text you more, Courtney. Okay, thank you. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to announce that we are celebrating not just the five-year anniversary of the Full Focus Planner, but we are also celebrating one million planners sold. That's right, yes. So to celebrate... You should go to fullfocus.co slash anniversary and you can get 10% off site-wide with the code cheers to five years. That's cheers to the number five years. Uh, we're offering a full focus sticky pack with any new annual subscription. There's $75 off the full focus goal setting and $200 off the full focus planner certification training and the planner suite, which you get 23 planners. It's quite a deal if you love your full focus planner. So check that all out. Celebrate with us 1 million planners at fullfocus.co slash anniversary.